0: Welcome home. Taku and his collaborators walk us through his latest album, Songs to Come Home To. So being half Pinoy and half Moldy, food is definitely life. Like, let's not get it twisted. This is a serious topic. <laughs> food is like... I mean, you look at photos of either side of my family and you know food. food is no is not a not to be taken lightly. <laughs> but no. I think it's like food is one of those things that brings people together, you know, family, friends. You know, there's things that, you know, really bring communities together. Music being one of them, art being one of them, and food being like the number one hitter of them all. And it's like Korean food <laughs> as I segue violently into Korean food is like low key one of the most goaded foods out there, I think the like in terms of cuisines, it's it's like it's up there for me. But it's kind of like a, a hidden one. It's kind of like a underrated one. It's, it's starting to bubble up now in, in kind of like youth culture and you know uh, food culture and social media. But I don't know something about Korean food, and the reason why I'm talking about Korean food is because like the my love for like Korean. Um, music and Korean food And a Korean woman named Myeon Who is now my beautiful wife <laughs> Is something that like I've, you know, super fascinated by Because, you know, when we talk about Korean food You know, the variety is amazing You know, you've got like your cold And we talk about this on the pod that you're about to listen to You've got like your cold noodle You've got your pibim naengmyeon Mul naengmyon, Which is like this amazing cold dish And you go all the way to the other end you got this like, you know fire jjajangmyeon super spicy you've got fried chicken you got like amazing you know soups and stews you've just got this array of like i mean panchan as well it's like you know when you go to a korean restaurant you just get all these side dishes like you go to the good ones and they give you like you know 10 to 15 small side dishes of different kimchis different radishes different like mul kimchi and wow oh, boy and thanks, that's the pod, guys. Thanks for listening. No, I'm just kidding. But like, yeah, I think like the variety and the soul of Korean food, a lot of people don't know that, you know, Korean food's got that flavor just like from the heart. And it's the same about music. Like when I started looking into K-pop, that's where I started. Obviously, you normally start with popular music when you're discovering music, even as a kid. You know, when I started discovering Korean music, it started with K-pop, and then it went into k soul and then went into, like, you know, Korean indie, Korean R&B, Korean rap, Korean hip-hop. It was just this whole other genre. And I say genre because, like, as a country, they were able to define their own sound, in my opinion. And that's why I'm so excited about our next guest. They are a young group from, you know, West West Sydney. Or not all from West Sydney, but maybe the Inner West. Um and they're a Korean-Australian rap group, and I only say that just because, like, I would just normally say they're an Australian rap group, but the reason why I say they're Korean-Australian is because one, that's what they are, but two, I just have a lot of love for, you know, Korean anything, (laughs) so I'm really excited to have these boys on the pod, we have Rakko and Goyo from 1300. Yo, so welcome back to another episode of this podcast that I've been um, forced to do through my label. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, this is something I wanted to do because it's like not just about me. It's about all the amazing people that are on the album and all the amazing artists that are, you know, have. It was an honor to kind of work with everyone, especially our next guest. You know, There's are someone that I just came by um, on a news newsletter send out. Um, a homie of mine sent you know her her weekly newsletter and it was our next guest and I was like completely blown away because I've been a fan of not K-pop but like Korean music ever since I met my wife Mion. Um before that actually I fell in love with like the Korean Korean music scene because uh, it was so diverse it was just so fresh it was so interesting to see people that you know similar to me of an Asian background, make amazing, you know, soulful music. And then when I found out about these boys, which I'm sure you know who the guests are, it's this one 300, I was completely blown away because they're from Australia too. Um, and I was like, how, like, what, like, where, <laughs> where, and then since then, they've just been, you know, killing it and going from stride to stride. So I really want to uh, give a big warm welcome to uh, Rako and Goyo from one 300. Thank you for joining me. How you guys doing?
1: Hello. Thanks for
0: having us. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. <laughs> so it's polite.
2: Like Korean way. Yeah, Korean way.
0: <laughs> so th- I guess that's like where we where we can start. For those that haven't, like you know, because I think that's what's beautiful about the album is that when you we feature on an album, there's people, you know, that might not have heard you before or are new to one three hundred. How would you guys describe you know yourselves or, or the group if you had to?
2: Um, I'll describe it as five very different individuals with different tastes and different um, curiosities. And uh, we're kind of in the same boat, traveling, trying to find a way, trying to get somewhere, I guess.
0: Oh, poetic. A good one. <laughs> Do you agree, Ruckle?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah i think when we first started we thought it would be like old friends doing the same stuff we like the same stuff but i think as we go uh, as we proceed more and more i think what goya said is right we're just on the same boat trying to make good music
0: and i think you guys like really succeeded because you know i you don't see many groups anymore like period in, in australian music scene let alone you know as, uh, worldwide music scene. And I think that's what makes Korean music so amazing is they, they really have held on to the kind of that group band mentality, which was so like, you know, common in the, the late 90s, early 2000s. Is it hard to kind of be a part of a group with so many different minds trying to go like the same way creatively?
2: It's definitely getting harder. And um, <laughs> as time goes, and I think it's only natural. Uh, I think everyone would agree. Because like even in a friend group, you know, like hmm. um, I guess even with your partner, like you'd have like a honeymoon phase. And then after, like, because when I first started doing three hundred, I was like, I don't understand any of the groups that broke up because like how it's so easy. Like we'd never fight and we never argue. But like as time progresses, I was like, oh, I'm I'm getting humbled. Like there's there's, <laughs> there's some parts that are like, better as a group, but obviously getting, because as I mentioned before, we're like five different individuals, um, yeah, balancing everything out is quite tough at times.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it would be. I think like it's hard enough to kind of do your own thing creatively and like come up with an idea, follow that idea and execute it, but Mm. I know that, you know, they're saying too many cooks in the kitchen, that's just something that can happen, you know, because people have different opinions and it doesn't mean Mm. they disagree. So, people have different tastes, but from what I've seen from when you guys first started uh, until now, it seems like a very cohesive, very well thought out kind of approach to not only the music but like the visuals as well. You guys do such a great job of kind of like um, representing your music in a very interesting way visually. Was that always like part of the plan?
1: Um, I think. One of not many, um, hobbies that the boys, most of the boys share is like watching a movie, um, series or documentary or whatever. So it's like in the beginning, I think it came, came pretty naturally, but now we exposed ourselves too much, (laughs) Um, (laughs) especially with the old boy music video. Mm. So, um, yeah, now we're trying to focus more on sound, I think more than the visual, Mm -hmm. like visual will be always important, but I think, um, because we focused on that so much, I think that visual was the main and audio came with it. But I think this time we are going to focus on audio more than the visual.
0: Yeah. I feel you. I think that's like, that's just one of the things that happens. In this age that we're living in, it's like, you can have a great song, but it doesn't perform well if it doesn't, you know, get views on Instagram or or TikTok, which is a shame, but that's the the age that we're living in. So how, how are you guys currently kind of like shifting focus to audio or, to you know, putting more emphasis in the music making? Is that something that, what does that look like?
2: I think we're just trying to make crazy shit. Just like interesting things that, um, because you know, like you said, it's there's a reason why, like, um, you know, the because there's so much information and there's so much music coming out daily. We we got to do something interesting. We got to do something fascinating, you know, intriguing. So that's what we're kind of putting our focus on, I guess, uh, to our sound. We're trying to make something that's original, something that's different, I guess. Yeah. So I guess that's where our focus is uh, at the moment with, with in terms of our sound.
0: Because your sound at the moment is like very, it already sounds quite future already sounds quite like forward, very like next. So how do you make that even, be- even better? Even Because, you know, what are some of the kind of musical influences that are, you know, influencing you two individually or, or the band as a gen as in general?
2: I think something that, I think the funny thing about our group is like we always have, it's kind of like a big Venn diagram. So like the spectrum becomes like massive when all five of us are combined. So mm. like, you know, like Rocco really likes Korean indie songs, um, you know, and, and jazz, right? Like for example. Yeah. Would you agree? <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, I think. I think it's rock. <laughs> yes. what, what's that? Oh rock?
1: Yeah, rock. Like indie is in Korea. The Korean indie is basically rock of Korea. Mm. So yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Like Cesswin and like um what what are the artists exactly. that you listen to? Okay.
1: Chao Go, Seswanyan, the Black yeah. Skirt, etc. etc.
0: Quite emotional.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um and I would say at the moment, actually to be honest, these days I'm only listening to audiobooks. So I can't really say <laughs> what <laughs> artists are influence me right now, but um, well, I just listen to whatever's like new, just like check it out a bit and then these days I'm trying to like kind of um, I don't know discover myself, like find myself through audiobooks. So <laughs> that's where I'm at with my sound. But, um, and then for example, Dali would really like kind of pop dance. Oh. K-pop songs. And so it's like all this bunch of different kind of things all together, and that's how we come up with the sound, I guess. When it satisfies all five of us, it's like we know it's something kind of different because we've all got so much different tastes.
0: Yeah, amazing. I mean, that must pull everyone in so many different directions. And obviously you have, you know, Pokari and um, Nerdy who are the, the producers of the group do they normally dictate where the sound goes mostly being the producers or is it, are they kind of open to hearing suggestions?
1: I think it really depends. (laughs) It really depends, but, um, I think, yeah, the first, the first shot is shot by them and then, and it's like, they look at us, if we're vibing and if we're looking at our phone about to write lyrics, not going on TikTok or playing game or something, they know that we like it. And then we'll continue from there. (laughs) But if it's like they're they're making some sound and we're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna get lunch or something like that, (laughs) when we're back, they'll be, they moved on to another song because they know that we're not too interested in the new song right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would find that hard because, like, when I when I write music, I really like being by myself, and I really like kind of like get like gathering all the demos and all the things that have been made or I've been sent to me and kind of just zoning out. I, I find when I'm around people and there's that pressure of like, do you like like do you like this? I don't work yeah. well under that kind of pressure because it's just like I don't know if I like this tomorrow. I I like it kind of mm-hmm. now, and so uh, yeah, it must it must be hard because like. Music is such a personal thing. Like you said, you know, Goyo, it's with, with audiobooks. I'm the same. Like, I don't really listen to new music lately. I just listen to like audiobooks or like sport podcasts because <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I just listen to too much like music. And I just I find I get inside my head and it's like, oh, I either become really inspired or like really discouraged about music if I listen to it too much. So mm. I don't know. I, I, I do you guys the same. Like, I find. I am the most inspired when I when I, to write music when I step away from music. So it's like, if I'm in music too much, I might go watch like a TV show with my wife or go watch a movie. And then certain things that happen in those things, I'm like, oh man, I'm inspired to make music because I saw something like really inspiring. Do you guys get inspiration? Like food as well is a big one for me. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> when I when I eat with family or eat with friends, afterwards I'm like that feeling, and you want to chase that feeling. Do you guys? you guys have that kind of same like inspiration being korean australian
2: um, i think definitely yeah like whenever i have assignments like when i was in university whenever i had assignments that's when i wanted to do music the most for some reason <laughs> it's really weird like yeah you just when you step away from it it seems so fun but when you get so into it at certain times you can fall into it's a bit of a slippery slope then it's like you you, you feel like you know it's like it's something funny because it's like you could work on a song for 10 minutes and it might be the best song you've ever made in your life or you could work on it for like 10 months and it'll still be shit, you know? <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't work like a linear structure like what usually like happens in professions. Like the more work you put in, the better you get. Whereas mm. music, it's not really about how much time you put in. It's about how it kind of sounds and how it feels like the vibe that it's giving, I guess.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's like those sparks that happen, you know, which and you never know when it's going to come. Yeah. But when it comes, you're like, oh, man, I have to get in, in front of a mic or in front of the computer as soon as possible.
2: I think like, those moments yeah. are like what like, um, what we do music for, I guess. We live for those moments, I guess. Yeah, yeah hard,
0: for sure. Because I, when I found out about you guys, I actually found out that Rocco was from Perth. Originally, because yeah. he was the first one I reached out to. Because when I, <laughs> yeah, when I when I was like when I discovered you guys, I was like I, I was in like a frenzy. I was like I have to reach out, and then I found um, Rocco's Instagram and I reached out, and he said he was from Perth originally. So how did you guys like meet? Like how did the how did One Three Hundred form?
1: It goes like way back. There's shortened version, but this is not interview. This is podcast. So, <laughs> um. In my point of view, I was in Perth, there was no Korean artist or any artist that I knew of. So I was working by myself, recording on my iPhone and like my sister's iPad GarageBand and moved on to Logic slowly, blah, 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 came to Sydney, I realized there was like a Korean community about like, of different like musicians. And luckily, the church that I attended, there was like the Godfather of (laughs) Korean Korean hip hop community. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Um from there he introduced me to like some boys who's like those boys who is supporting us this time at our tour actually. And Dali came to our church because of that godfather. Oh true. (laughs) And from there like um it was kind of getting a bit more mingly kind of stuff. But I still didn't know Go at that point, and the Godfather opened up like a Korean hip hop community, like small gathering party at Goyo's studio. So
0: yeah. you, the Godfather opened a cipher, pretty much. Yeah, basically,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he opened the mosh pit, and <laughs> we all moshed in. How many? And, so how
0: many? How many people are you are you talking here in terms of like a, like, a Korean hip hop community within Sydney? Like,
2: not big, like. 15? 20 to 30, I think. That's no, pretty my memory, big. I, I thought it was pretty big. It yeah. definitely more than 15, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, something like 20 30. And from there, um, yeah, somehow me, Go, and Dali started clicking in. Yeah, and we, we, um, we made this group called Ireland, um, <laughs> um, and from there, Yura was there in Ireland, and Yura was like. She went off first. She released a single first and then she dropped an EP. And in that EP, Pokari and Nerdy um, had like maybe three, four songs that they produced, not together, but separately. And we all met at that party. And we, like us rappers, we just got excited because we never met producers. We just worked on YouTube bits and shit, you know? Yeah. So we were like, oh, listen to our tracks. And we were like showing our tracks. We we're like, oh, sick. We should work sometimes. And after like six seven months we all met up at like Pukari's rental studio in haymarket and from there we just clicked and made like a bunch of songs and we were like oh let's just make it into a team crazy and We people at that studio
2: today but just on a different floor
0: oh true so you so you're still at the same studio yeah i mean like because yeah like when you said it was like you know 20 to 30 it doesn't sound like much but when you think about as a you know young asian australian kid looking for people that he or she can like connect with and write music that they care about that's quite a lot of people into the same thing you wouldn't yeah. get that in perth that's for sure <laughs> you would have been, <laughs> you would have been wait, waiting a long time for that to happen
1: i was like, lonely in Perth. Very. yeah it's like
0: that uh, The scene out here is very interesting but there's something about sydney happening you know especially out west and you know with you guys and a bunch of other really awesome kind of artists coming out like that kind of perspective of being korean australian was that ever part of the narrative or is that something you didn't really because you know you don't think twice about who you are but when you guys started is that something that you guys kind of wanted to bring to the forefront it's like hey i'm 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 korean australian or i have this heritage that i want to talk about or is that something that like all the news outlets talk about because they're not used to <laughs> to seeing this? And how do you guys feel about that? You know, it's like Korean Australians are like, oh, they make hip hop music. Also, they're Korean.
2: Yeah. Australian. Yeah. I like, think it's something that we're really proud about that the fact that we're Korean, like, I don't know, Korean people just have this like, <laughs> this, spiritual, like this, you know, like, I love my country, like kind of vibe, like, and that goes for me as well. Um. So, you know, uh, I guess what it, we never tried to kind of force it. I guess when we talk amongst each other, all five of us, we mixed mix Korean and uh, English here and there. So when we write, I guess that's what comes naturally. So it's like over the fact, I don't know, I guess in some ways, I guess it's important to acknowledge that we're Korean, but Korean Australians, but also, I guess when it, When we talk about music, it's like less about the fact that we're Korean, Australian, more about what it sounds like and Mm. um, what we're trying to say, I guess. Yeah. Especially with the next project that we're working on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I guess the, the, the last thing you want to be, you know, as a musician is like pigeonholed or like described as something that, you know, puts you in a box and that's what you always have to be. Cause I think our, our goals as musicians is always just to be international artists, you know. And doesn't matter if we're from America or, or Australia or Korea that we appeal to like whoever or, or like no matter who you are or where you are that you'll dig our music. Cause I think like the Australian scene is so interesting. Do you know what I mean? It's like especially the Australian hip hop scene. Did you guys do you guys feel yeah. like insiders outsiders? Like how do you guys feel about how you guys fit into the hip hop scene in specific?
2: That's- spit we're in a very weird place we're like the yeah blue like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> we're like we're like half there um mm. and it's i think people who welcomes us is more like alternative listeners alternative people like people who don't just listen to hip-hop mm. but like people who really only likes hip-hop music in australia and the artist who makes that more of like the Actually, I need to word it really carefully. Easy um, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: think, <laughs> twice, uh, think twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just um, skip
0: it. Just leave it. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I know, I know what you mean. Uh, there's, there's, there's a sound, you know. Yeah, there's people's...
1: like um, some sound. Then more like the subgenres of hip hop mm. uh, music. Um, I think they are forming more like the hip hop scene closer to what it was in America. Mm. But we're not really in there. I feel like we're more in like somewhere here like surrounding it um like people who's surrounding that scene and there's like rock music and anything else and we're like somewhere in between I think it's because like first of all like a lot of audience I think is still still kind of new to like Korean people rapping in Korean Mm. not English and people who who are open to that is usually people who listens to lots of music and yeah. they listen to like music from different countries, hmm. not just like specific like genres. And they start to pull us in. We are getting somewhat closer, but I feel like maybe we'll never be in there. We might be like really close to it. Maybe we might be knocking sometimes, but they'll never really like fully
2: open their gate for us to like be in there. I think music itself can't really be classified as like just hip hop because it's Mm -hmm. got so many different elements to it. I think the reason why we even talk about like the K pop stuff is because in K pop, like you hear a lot of songs with different genres in one song and different sub genres. And I guess we all have all five of us have very short attention spans. So even we find our songs boring if it's too lean, I guess, too like if it goes on constantly for too long, I guess we get bored of it. So we have to add more elements that make us less bored. And it's th- that way it's kind of like intuitive in a, in a way, because we're trying to make something that's fun and interesting for ourselves yeah. and hope that other people find it the same.
0: Well, yeah, as, as a fan myself of the music, it does come across that way. Like every, every song that you guys release, as a listener you have no idea what where it's going to go and i think that's like (laughs) what i think you know i'm a big advocate for not belonging to any genre because it's just like if you want the flexibility to tomorrow drop a ballad and it's like you know you guys want to do something in the indie rock scene or whatever you have that flexibility and your audience can expect that i think that's a really special place to be that you know Cause sometimes some artists are so stuck in a sound and then if they want to switch it up, the backlash that they get and they mm. have, they have to explain themselves every time. And it's like, <laughs> like you guys can just put it out and it's like, this is what we're into at the moment. I think yeah. it's like really, yeah. really like a strong like positioning to have. So if you feel like an outsider Rocko, it's don't worry about it. It's like, it's good <laughs> to be like yeah. flex- flexible in the circle.
1: Now that we think about it, I think it's, our song is not like really Korean, Australian rap. It's more like Korean, Australian music. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. we'll never be in any people's group, I guess.
0: But that's the thing about like Korean, Korean music as well. Like I first found Korean music through obviously K-pop, like how most people find music through pop even in, in, mm. West, in Western countries. And it's like, then you find out what you really like and you go and find it. And once you realize there's like amazing, you know, jazz, soul, R&B, indie in Korea, you just go down these like experimental down-tempo, you just find all these amazing artists. You guys went to Korea recently. How How is that for you guys? Like, do you, do you find you guys getting more notoriety over in Korea as well?
1: Okay. Yeah, definitely. I think First of all, you have to explain to me, what does notoriety mean?
0: Sorry. Sorry. Just like being more well-known, like more more fans.
1: I kind of guessed it, but I wasn't sure if I was going (laughs) to answer it right. So I had to double check. Um, Yeah, I think definitely felt like we were getting somewhat bit more attention than before. I guess, especially for me, I, because I was in Perth, I I was like communicating with all the um, SoundCloud artists through like um, Facebook and Instagram back um, before 1300 happened. And actually like 2017, July, I still remember the date. I went back to Korea to do a show with like the people that I met online. Oh, cool. But even then I was like really excited, but you know, like, because I wasn't that well-known at all like the vibe of the show was more like a listening party kind of like showcase fans kind of were like "Mm, let's see if it's good let's see if i'm going to listen to him (laughs) like after all but like but that was still amazing for me but going back as 1300 this time when we were singing when we were rapping like people would like sing with us Mm -hmm. and it was like oh Oh shit, we actually done something. We're we're actually going somewhere. Um, And like when we meet like those people who we grew up listening to now knows us and go like, oh shit, you guys are doing well kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, fuck, they know us (laughs) kind of vibe. Yeah. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think more than like, Oh shit, we're big now or something like that. It was more like, oh, we're actually going somewhere with this. Like, we're not just like lost in somewhere that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're progressing. I think, yeah, it's always amazing when you continue making music and the the people that you used to listen to all the time, become people that, you know, are aware of your music and you're just like, that's the best feeling to me because it's just, not that we, oh, we do need validation. Who am I kidding? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's the real validation. I, I, I don't. I would encourage young kids to like chase cloud off Instagram and like TikTok views, but rather it's like once people who are in the industry start hearing you and peers, yeah. musical peers, that's when you're like, oh, this feels nice, you know, to belong yeah, and to yeah. be and to be heard. Because when when fans hear your music, sometimes you just is that this like you said before, um, Goyo, it's like. You don't. You can't see them most of the time, and you can't see your fans or, or connect with them really online. Um, and that kind of takes me to my next question. With like, I haven't seen you guys perform yet, unfortunately. But is this is performing? You said it was, the, you know, your the, the, your favorite thing to do. What is it about performing as One Three Hundred that is special to you guys?
2: Well, I think first of all, it's one of our. Strong points, if it when it comes to music, I guess, um, we could almost say you've never heard one three hundred if you've never been to the one three hundred show, like, because mm. it's a completely different experience. It's, um, it's where I guess the songs really come alive. Mm. So, um, yeah, I guess that's why we 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 acknowledge that and um, we value that. I guess and that experience, and being able to give that kind of energy and receive. Uh, that energy from the fans, I guess that's all our friends. Um, it's one of the best feelings I've had, I guess. Like one time I think after the vivid show last year, I just started crying for no reason. So it's just something like spiritual about that. You know, it's not like I, I don't even know why till this day like I cried, but it was just like a mixture of on stage? Friends. Yeah, like once we finished, I was mm. just we we're just saying thank you, and then I was like wow. Like, and then I just, after I said, thank you, I just started like tearing up. So I was like, that's interesting. Cause I didn't expect that from myself, but I did. So, you know, it's like, um, it must've been something special, you know?
0: Yeah. I think it's like, once you see people enjoying your music, or once you see people appreciating your music in, in real time, it, you can't beat it. Cause it's, everything is so online. And I, I sound like a broken record, but like when you put a song out, you just see a bunch of emojis, a bunch of yeah. hearts, a bunch of fire fuck, emojis, fire emojis <laughs> a couple of these, you know, it's like, it's great. But once you see someone's expression in their eyes and, you know, you can tell when something means a lot to them. Yeah, it does set off the waterworks because mm. that's, you know, you never realize your music has an effect on people until you see it in real time. Okay. And then you're just like, well, you know, it's pretty crazy.
2: Um, it's very easy to underestimate like how much impact you could have on someone's exactly feelings.
0: Yeah. Or like a track that you've guys done how it might have helped one person get through a problem that was like life-changing, you know, or transformative for them and that's like a huge that's a big deal, you know. It's not yes. something that should be taken lightly. Um for you guys, you know, when you perform, um do you is it? Do you guys get nervous, or you guys? Does like nerves fly out the windows as soon as you hit the stage, or?
1: I think I still get nervous time to time, but then, like, soon as we go on, like, it goes away. Mm. Like, if if I see people like reaching out to us or like I'm um, ready to like jump with us, like, I'm like, oh, if I'm nervous, who's who's going to entertain them tonight? <laughs> kind of what yeah. It kind of goes away instantly like very very rarely these days I think we're
2: excited more mm-hmm. than,
0: have yeah. you all, have your parents ever come to watch you guys
2: perform yeah a couple a couple of times I think how was that yeah um well, they had to be further back because I didn't want them to get hurt <laughs> by yeah. the mosh pit. <laughs> yeah. so, like, I just said, don't ever stay at the front because I can't see you. And yeah. also, like, I don't want you to get, like, your bones crushed. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you don't know how crazy the mosh pit's going to be. Sometimes there's no mosh pit, but, you know, a lot of the times there is. And so, yeah. I don't want my parents to be in the middle of that. Yeah, name. that'd be crazy. Especially coming from, like, a Korean culture, they have no idea what a mosh pit is. But, <laughs> so, it's like... Yeah, I just said don't don't stay at the front, okay? Just just on the side or like further back is fine, but don't don't go anywhere at the front.
0: <laughs> and they end, up, they end up standing outside during the show because they don't want to go too close. <laughs> How, yeah, so like with with your parents, it's like you know Korean parents, mm. um, very much like all other Asian parents, very much care about their kids and what career they're going to pursue to provide for the future family when you guys told your parents that you know i want to be a rapper how'd that go down
2: Did, have, you, have you told cute. them yet <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell them, don't tell them yeah. <laughs> no they they thought i was joking like as in like they they were just like yeah you can do whatever you want you like i mean they kind of they were very supportive and um they thought i was kind of like playing i guess like they just they were just like yeah you do music of course if you want to and then they just let me be and they i guess they never expected us to really make anything out of it and then now they're just like whoa like did that actually happen like yeah but they're proud i guess um parents is the same i guess
1: yeah very similar now like n- now they can say they're proud like they- <laughs> They're still
2: proud of you, bro. I know. They're yeah, still it's like
1: when you. they when they meet They're less friends. worried now. They're less worried yeah.
0: now. Yeah. Still proud, but you know, less
1: worried. I think as we get older, it's like our uh, friends, like now actually in the society, like doing like, you know, especially with the Asian friends, some of them are <laughs> doctors, some of them are dentists, lawyers, etc. etc. And it's like they didn't have anything to like. You know it's not it that important, but it's it is somewhat sometimes very important to them, like you know be they want to be proud of their kids too, but it's not it's not about the money we're making, but now they they know we're following our dream, and that dream is shifting to reality like and they're in the process, and they can share that, and from there they're proud. And if their friends don't like it, they don't like it. But it's nothing to worry about. I we, like as a children, we feel that they are kind of like more proud of us. They're happy to see us to follow the dream because, you know, like if nothing happened, they would say, oh, we're happy that you're doing. But then back of their head, you know, like there will be always like a little bit of something thinking like oh, I wish my son was doing this mm-hmm. instead of that. but now that it's happening, they're supporting a bit more. Fully. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: They must have, when you guys played Sydney Opera House, that must have been a big one there. You're like, look, look. like, see, Yeah. yeah. It's, my, it's, my they would have flipped out.
2: FaceTiming my, uh, my auntie oh, in nice. Korea to show, <laughs> to show the clip. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Cause it's like those, it's those milestones. Cause when I, you know, I told my mum that I was going to quit my full-time job to to do music. She's like, you don't know how to play any instruments. She was like, oh, she just, cause I made beats worry. on the computer with my headphones all the time. So she had no right. idea that I made beats every day, she knew wow. I was playing with music, but she was like, you don't know how to play a piano. Like you don't know how to play the guitar. She was like, what are you, are you crazy? And then you, you, proved you
2: her wrong, you, though. yeah, you, you hit it.
0: those, <laughs> <laughs> I proved it wrong. Take that. Ma- no, I'd like you, you hit those milestones and it's like, have to show her to, to like to make sure she doesn't worry because i think they just mm. care and it's like yeah. this whole world is so like foreign to them that it comes from a good place I guess. yeah definitely and, um,
2: not yeah it's not like um they don't want us to do it it's more so like they want us to be safe and happy i guess if yeah. that's where it kind of comes from
0: for sure and like the days we're living in now to make a living and to make money there's so many different ways that it was you know yeah 20 30 40 years ago so I think it's like an interesting time for you guys, if you weren't, you know, individually as Rako and Goyo, if you weren't doing music, would you guys be doing something creative, you think? Or like, what was there a plan B?
2: Well, my plan B is I'm a teacher. So oh, amazing. <laughs> I teach kids. Um... Is
0: that what you went to uni for?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, so cool. I'm actually teaching now. I'm teaching at, um, at a lot of different primary schools. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I just taught kids how to do high jump today, so <laughs> don't ask me about that. But <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, so that, I guess, but you know, funnily enough, like, what I feel is um, teaching and being on the stage is kind of the same thing, because you're performing, and also I have to entertain these kids, cause, yeah, you know, hi. like, otherwise, so I always, like, I guess, think of it kind of like practice, like, I'm practicing um, doing a live, because I'm trying to, Keep them entertained, um, which is very difficult. Kids have very high standards nowadays. Like, <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't, they don't really work there <laughs> in the classroom. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I
0: remember one time I was I, I was asked to to help some special needs kids learn about music production. Yeah. And I wasn't, it just wasn't, I wasn't clicking with them. And I started getting angry at the
2: kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was I was like, like can't
0: yeah, you, yeah, I was like, don't like... you understand? Like this is, I'm yeah. teaching you something valuable here, but I just yeah. didn't care. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's, it's different. Like, I feel like it's, it's almost like one 300, but times six, there's it's like 30 in the classroom. So it's like, I, like, you know one Like, I'm like, guys, let's play sport today. And then there's like seven kids that are like, yes, sport. And then there's. 13 of them are like, oh, you know, and it's like, you can't keep everybody happy. It's like, all right, you know what, like, we got to go through all these things, like, and you, like, the important thing is like the mind, mind, mind state, you know, you got to think positive, otherwise, you can't enjoy anything. I learned that from an audio book. Right. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, from
0: one audio book to another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's like, I think it's awesome, though, that you have like, you, if you finish your degree and like you, you're in both worlds, cause like, Oh, your parents must be super okay then. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause you're doing both. Cause like Choose that's, control. that's the thing is like, yeah, sometimes when COVID happened, there was a lot of uncertainty of like, man, yeah, am I going to be able to like survive over this two year period where there's no, you know, shows or income or, mm. or any of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So, so, is teaching still like a passion of yours that you, you definitely want to kind of keep on? Because I guess music, can, like I have a big thing about kids and music and like mm. showing them what's possible and what different kind of career
2: opportunities yeah.
0: are possible for them.
2: Like I taught at this school one time um, during my prac and I it was more of like a, it was a bit of like a lower SES school. So... Their backgrounds are much rougher than like most kids. Um, but funnily enough, like when I did the music lesson, I saw all the kids that didn't want to study. They were all sitting at the front telling all the other kids to be quiet because you know, they were so interested in music. Um, they were yeah. very interested, especially in rap music. Uh, they were in year four, but they were listening to NLE Chopper. I don't know that's a good, if that's a good thing. Or not, Whoa, but... crazy. <laughs> it's quite year intense. Four? But year four. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, they're like, are you going to teach me how to rap like NLE <laughs> Chopper? And I was like, well, uh... You shouldn't even be listening to Emily <laughs> Chopper stuff, but I'll try my best, you know, like... Was um, that
0: like, that's like nine years old?
2: Yeah, nine <laughs> years old. But um, wow. I used like an English book that uh, like, so I basically got them reading through like <clears throat> a picture book that was like, kind of had lots of ideas in in there. And I was like, all right, what if you were this character, right? As we're writing a song oh, together, cool. uh, imagine you're this character. Like, how would you feel in this situation? And I basically got, um, it was like whole class approach and uh, we're just discussing lyrics together and we made the hook together and we made the verse together and we recorded, I I brought in all my gear to the school because it was like basically like the last week of school so we could do anything. Um, and I recorded the songs with them and it was a very special kind of experience, I guess, for them and for myself as well. It was very inspiring.
0: That's so cool, man. Because like when, when I grew up, like music was such a pipe dream. It was just like you'll, you'll go to music class and you'll learn how to play the recorder, but that's, that's ridiculous. And like music never worked its way into English, which it should like into like poetry and songwriting. Mm. And now I think it's like, it's just a great way to show kids that there's like, you can be creative and also have like, you know, everyday knowledge from, from music.
2: I think it helps them. Like, it's almost like, you know, there's like things like music therapy nowadays as well. It's like with the kids, um, you know, you never know what they're going through. Like Mm. it might seem like they're just acting up, but sometimes they're going through a lot of different things that people shouldn't have to go through at home. Mm. And it's like, um, and I feel like music kind of helps remedy that, which is, which is nice. It's, it's quite powerful. I think.
0: Yeah. No, music is, is super powerful. Raka, do you have a similar kind of like, if you weren't doing music, do you know what you'd be doing?
1: I mean, I studied. It's um... a tough one to beat. It's a
0: tough one to beat, going after Goya. But... <laughs> yeah. I well, studied changed, fine arts sorry. since I was like. Oh, fine out. well.
1: Wow. Uh, I was, Yeah, I, I was an art student, visual art student since I was like, yeah. I went into high school with art. So I was like, I always thought I'll pursue my dream in that, to be honest. Did you go to Ross Point? And I went to Applecross. Applecross, okay. Oh, wait, you would know the high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally! Good. Yeah. Finally, Avercross is a good school. Okay, you're a smart kid.
0: You're a yeah. I was in the
1: gifted and uh gifted and talented program, and I think from there, I I did music as a side hobby kind of stuff, and so then I came to UNSW as fine art student again. Then I think at one point I started realizing now that music is not the side. I think I was doing more of art to do music, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like to, I started doing graphic design and photography to make album covers for my music, right. for my friends who does music. Because on your SoundCloud,
0: I, like all the art, that's you, right? That's your yeah, photos. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah. So now I realized that um, if I don't do music, I'm not going to do anything creative, I think I'll be doing because if, if it's not music, I think like my dream side is gone, then I'd rather make some cash <laughs> yeah. and I'll hop Makes into sense. my parents' business. Um, I'm already shout like out SK screens, shout out <laughs> SK screens and blinds. If you guys are in Sydney and need fly screens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's because, um, it's my family business. Mm. I help I work for them like four days a week and yeah, I'd rather keep from then I'll start thinking about family and, um, money more than my dream. If I have to give up on my dream.
0: It's crazy. Hey, like being an artist is like super rewarding and like fulfilling, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's pretty like, we're really putting ourselves out there because anything can happen. Do you know what I mean? And you're always having to work hard to, to, to make sure royalties are coming in, tour money's coming in, merch money's coming in. You're, you know, you're running your own business, so it's not. A lot of people think it's sweet, but it's like it's hard work.
2: And yeah, there's even more work behind the scenes. Yeah. It's like it's not as, yeah. The the stage and the music is just like a little piece. There's yeah. way more things yeah. behind, yeah.
0: And then the business side of like finding management and then on labels and distro and all that stuff it just becomes like. Yeah, it's sometimes I do wish I was like, man, I wish I was just like, I worked at Woolies and just like, was on a forklift. Sometimes. Know? Yeah, just tap yeah, into sometimes. like the, the Polynesian side of my family. Oh, <laughs> mean, but they all just have like jobs that they can do, come home and then
2: that's it. Just it's relax. Like, yeah. Sometimes
0: I'm like, oh, that must be nice. Yeah. But then, like we've been talking about, all the things that come with music is such a blessing, you know, and it's yeah. the people you meet. It's so something like, that... Yeah
2: a lot of people don't get a chance to experience it. It's a big, it's so a true. big opportunity.
0: So true. Yeah. Big opportunity and like a, a big responsibility. Hey. Yes. So for you guys as like one 300, but also as two individual artists, what's, what do you guys think is next? Like what can your audience expect? And what do you expect of of this musical journey?
2: Number one, uh, our tour is coming up this week in Melbourne and next week in Sydney and Brisbane. So that's um, number one. And then number two, we have a lot of songs that are new in the tour, which uh, will be coming out sometime this year. So that's like a new project that we've been working on. So, yeah. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think people can expect something even more abnormal than foreign language. Yeah. <laughs> I Ab- think abnormal. like compared to compared to the new album that we're making, foreign language is like easy listening. <laughs> oh really?
2: <laughs> yeah, baby. That's that's what yeah, foreign language. Like
1: a <clears throat> like, little bit more and somewhat a bit more serious side of 1300. Okay. i mean it's
0: that's that's exciting because yeah. if it's even more abnormal like yeah. crazy you <laughs> yeah. guys really took it there
2: yeah we're aiming for 20 streams on the album so <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> if you get if you can get that you'll be safe <laughs> yeah. oh no we're excited yeah I, I think like you know as a listener and having you guys on the album i'm just like thankful you know that you guys exist and that you guys are you know, doing what you're doing, because it's, it's brave to be an artist, let alone artists like yourselves that are kind of really kind of push, you know, your sound and the envelope and people's expectations. It's not an easy thing to do. So yeah, big, big Thank love you. for you guys doing what you do. Keep going. And I had one last question before we kind of finished the podcast is, um, what's your favorite Korean meal? Oh, like if you had to eat the same, like the one, like the same Korean dish, every day
2: i got two one is take it like i remember having this crab. you know the crab, the really one of the really long legs oh the really skinny long ones yeah i tried that and i was like oh my god this like i don't know why but at that moment i started eating that i was like i could eat this for the rest of my life like (laughs) well when it's just like steamed yeah just steamed and like it just it's so juicy and it's so like um so you
0: must have a lot of patience (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're a patient are you a patient man hey i'm a, I'm a primary school teacher yeah man. yeah you are because we have um, what's
0: it called there de...
2: so that means like a big crab i'm pretty oh. sure right is that what king it is crab. i think it's king, yeah. crab, it? king it's crab. like king crab but i guess it's a bit different because it's it looks different to the ones that we have here it's like the one yeah. with the long it kind of looks like a spider mm. yeah, it yeah. Look, look it doesn't look most the most appealing but it tastes very appealing for sure by the time I'm finished like with crab,
0: I'm like exhausted. I'm yeah. like this uh...
2: It's so good though. It
0: is so good. Yeah, it's amazing. I like gejang. Yeah. Gejang is really
1: Oh nice. my. God. Oh, oh,
2: But
0: it has to be pre-cracked by my mother-in-law for me to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz <'Cause> I'm lazy. <laughs> and what's hey, the second so what's that's... the second one?
2: Um and naengmyeon, like bibim naengmyeon. That's oh. my favorite. Especially in summer, it's like that's just like I don't know what can taste better than that. It's yeah. just like it's so refreshing. Like, so it's bim- like
0: ice cream. Not
2: I reckon the one in between, like bulbi naengmyeon, It's like, yeah, that's it's my favorite. The yeah, the on the side, pot. yeah,
0: the ice on the side,
2: yes. Oh my god, it's beautiful. It's like
0: dinner time over
2: here. <laughs> I'm getting hungry now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and Rako, so yours,
0: you can, you can do two as well if you got a top two. <clears throat>
2: You could do 10, I reckon.
0: I can't even,
1: I can't choose two. Like <laughs> two is too less for me, but. Top three. I think these days, are, I think the best one for me, like that I'll never get sick of is, um, it will be a meal. <laughs> it'll be like rice, kimchi and bulgogi. Whoa. Like, oh, okay. that's just like rice, kimchi, bulgogi. I can have it like for everyday like, forever. The next one oh it's so hard i think uh, (laughs) i'll have to go with ruby nang as well like ruby nang with the bulgogi
0: Mm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) any any
0: any like fried meat goes well with bibi nangmyeon
2: yeah Yeah. like super good yeah (laughs) well
0: next time yeah we haven't caught it like met but next time we meet we'll go eat
2: are you Um, in sydney right now no i'm in perth Oh, you're in Perth, yeah, right, I think. Of course. We'll, well, we'll have to visit you then, or you when you come to Sydney, you can Yeah, visit, yeah, like... definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Take me to your favorite spots.
2: 100%. Because,
0: yeah, if my wife is from, like, she grew up in Lidcombe, Eastwood. She, oh. she grew up all out there. So every time we go back, we we go to Eastwood. and. Yeah.
2: There's a good job spot in Lidcombe. We can go there, maybe. Jok...
0: Oh, is that the intestine?
2: Uh the, the, the feet, the pig feet. Oh Oh
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah, man. Korean food. It's like <laughs> it's like goaded, yeah. honestly, it's like the best. Like
2: it's like it's scientific just, almost. It's it just, is yeah.
0: like and the variety, I don't think people know how much variety there is. Like yeah. I used to like, you know, um rate Japanese food like super high, but then when I met my wife, Korean food this has like that flavor that you can't beat. It's got you know soul. I mean? It's got that soul. It's got that, <laughs> yeah. it's got that dirty. It's like the Filipino of, it's like Filipino Japanese food. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bit, it's just a little bit dirty, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what makes yeah. it good.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Thank it's you so much. MSG. for. Thanks so much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so it much for being on the, on the episode and um, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you so
2: much for having us.
1: Oh.